showtime. Welcome to the Rosie and Bill Show. I'm Rosie DeSanctis here with Bill Miller. You are in for a treat tonight. This is a Rosie and Bill Show first. We have a country music singer-songwriter with us who is going to do a live performance. Oh, yes, she is. And folks, I've got to tell you, before we bring her on, she has been referred to as Nashville's hidden gem. Her voice She'd make all four chairs on The Voice turn around in a heartbeat. But more importantly, she loves life. She loves people. She puts the I in ICMA, and the I stands for inspirational. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Rosie and Bill Show, 2019-2020 ICMA nominee for Female Vocalist of the Year, Delnora Reed. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the show, Delnora. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's our pleasure. <laughs> it absolutely is. Now, Delnora, before we talk about music or anything else, I've got to ask you a question. Okay. And this question came about as a conversation we had just a few days ago. We were talking on the phone. And I have to admit, I'm going to share a little secret. After about three minutes, it was pretty clear to me that you were one of the happiest, most positive, <laughs> bubbly, humble people yes happy absolutely that i've ever spoken to so i gotta ask yes how'd you get to be that way well a lot of drugs i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> i'm kidding no i tell you um i my source of joy i'm i'm i think it's all in all my hope is in the lord so uh i if I guess people ask me that i don't know I have, I have nothing to be sad about um we're so many blessings in this life what is there to be sad about? Bill mentioned that you are a 2020 and of course 2019 nominee as Female Vocalist of the Year. Tell our audience, because most people have heard of the Country Music Awards, most people haven't heard of the ICMAs. Tell our audience about that. I hadn't either. Um, they, they contacted me and told me all about it. Um, the ICMA Awards are the inspirational country music awards and it was really cool I was like I didn't even know about that they have you know their own charts and everything um and I write inspirational music so it's a perfect fit that's yeah. exciting for you congratulations thank you I'm excited I'm just happy to be nominated and and thrilled that they they you know thought enough of me to do that so yeah. well like I said you do put the eye in inspirational from what I've seen and heard so far so I think it's fitting Thank uh, you. Yeah. Now, I noticed that you've shared the stage with some of the biggest names in country music. Marty Stewart, Carl Jackson, Craig Morgan, and I believe you might have something that you're going to be working on with uh, Jeff Bates coming up pretty soon. So can you tell us a little bit about what you might be doing with that guy who can hit the low notes like no one else? We're supposed to write next week, so I'm hoping that that will go on the new album. Wow. That yeah, <laughs> so I'm hoping that what we write, you know, there's no hoping. It's just like, hey, 
Gonna pray blessings on this this writing. Um, not every writing session that you enter into comes up with like a hit that you want to put on your album. But I just know I have this feeling that next week when we write, it's gonna it's gonna go on the new project. Um, have you written with Jeff before? Or will this be the first time that you guys are working together? No, we've been talking about it for like almost a year. Well, a year ago we did a, a show to get together, um, and he actually talked about producing. So whatever we write together he he's gonna produce that too so and i've already got half the album finished and produced so it's kind of going to be have you ever seen those albums that are like produced a couple are produced by this guy and a couple are produced by this guy and i'm co-producing all of it so i hope it all kind of meshes <laughs> so yeah i'm looking forward to what we come up with we always have fun together so Delnora, on on that line there with your new album um you i understand that the pandemic kind of impacted this a little bit what what is your inspiration generally as a songwriter i always want to speak truth of course um a lot of times i tell people that it's a process just like your feelings and your emotions i don't always spew truth out of my mouth you know i'm not always you know because i'm not perfect but i i i it's a process so i'm processing my feelings i'm processing emotions and i just pray and hope that whatever i write it resonates with someone else and what they're feeling and and then hopefully by the end of it uh, god has a massive bomb of truth and i can share it with them as well because usually that's where it's coming from the first um the the title of the album will be called blank page and that came from this is just an example of that. Um, I was in a writing session with uh, Corey Lee Barker, and he is the current ICMA songwriter of the year. And uh, we were sitting there and, and he said, are you ready to write this song? Because as I do, I was still jabber jabbing. And I was trying to stretch it too, because I was trying to pull something up on my computer and I couldn't get a blank page on my computer. And I said, oh, if I could just get a blank page. And I looked up at him and I said that, well, that's what we're writing today. We're gonna to write that if I had a blank page. <laughs> if I were a blank page um, is actually what it's what it's called. So, um, and we just elaborated from there. We all wish we could start with that clean slate and uh, with the Lord you can. So we just started writing that. <laughs> that sounds beautiful. I can't wait to hear that. Wow. So did that answer your question? It I did. <laughs> definitely, <laughs> definitely. Truth and being in the moment and listening to the inspiration as it comes, which it did, you paid attention yeah. when you were on the computer. So that's, that's the perfect example of being open and receptive to inspiration. It's been good for me on a healthy, like like spiritual level and, and just to get back to the basics and what really matters. And I've written a couple of songs there that I'm here that I don't, it might end up on the new album too. So where I was upset about my live gigs being canceled and not being able to finish the album, it's turned out to be a blessing because it wasn't ready. I mean, it just wasn't ready. And I have other stuff I want to put on that album and, and obviously gonna write some more next week with Jeff just to make sure, you know, that everything is exactly as it should be, so. Yeah, that's that's what I was going to say. So so basically, this is one of the sort of ultimate making lemonade out of lemons yeah. situations, because had this not happened, you may have 
push through with, with what you already have, where now you're going to have the opportunity to have material on this album that wouldn't have been there otherwise, right? Right, exactly. I mean, it goes both ways. I tend to go with the extreme. Sometimes I've, I've not put something out there because it wasn't perfect. And that's something, I know it sounds like I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth, but, but this time, I don't think I was really rushing it. But it turns out that there's going to be some things that I think he intended to be on this project. And I didn't, I didn't know, you know, it's not what I would have planned, but it's going to be better than what I would have planned. So, yeah. And that's another kind of valuable lesson too, about the balance of finding, you know, when is it okay to not be perfect? Exactly. And when, do you need to maybe do a little more or wait a little longer? And, um, you know, yeah, to, to give yourself permission to not judge yourself so much and just go with your gut and do your very best. You know, Bill and I always say, don't worry about it, work on it. Uh, right. But at some point you have to say, you know what, this is, this is what I did. This feels right to me. And it is never going to be perfect because there's always things evolving, always things that could change. You have, we understand, a song that's currently on the charts. I'm talking about Battle Cry. We were wondering if you would play Battle Cry for us. Absolutely, yeah. Day. I know you say that you're okay, but hey, 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 you don't have to be. I know you say you're all right, not right here, not tonight. Hey, 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 just be real with me. Spinning around on the ground ain't no way to live. Won't lay your head in the clouds or snow. Waiting if you ever need me, I'll be standing right beside you, holding your hand and singing your song. Battle cry, battle cry, you don't have to be alone.
That's beautiful. Oh, did you cry? Oh, a little bit. It was Aww. choking me up. It's so beautiful. I understand why you are uh, on the inspirational track here. Oh, thank you. And and you're also they. You know, you've been referred to as a hidden gem. You are a gem that needs to be shared, like uh, everywhere. And and I have to tell you, Del Nora. Yes. <gasps> Look at you. <laughs> You inspired me to put on a hat I haven't put on in a little while, and I've got some autographs on this from some other country artists that I admire, and you just motivated me to put it on. I put my hair at risk putting this hat on, but it's worth it. Totally worth it. Totally. <laughs> Absolutely. That was fantastic. Thank you so much for doing that. And Thanks. now before, before Battle Cry, um, you worked on another project, and while you were working on that project, my song, you spent some time with Reed Nielsen. I did. From what we talked about the other day, there was such a wonderful story. I was wondering if you might want to share some of that story with our viewers about the relationship that you and one of the premier songwriters in the history of country music, Reed Nielsen. Tell us a little bit about that relationship. Oh, Reed is just talk about a, a hidden gem. He really is the hidden gem himself. He's a, he's not really hidden, is he? Every, anybody that knows anything about songwriting, uh, Reed Nelson, I was introduced to him uh, by a guy named Mark Hauser, who's also a songwriter. He's, he's more in the bluegrass realm of things. And he introduced me to Reed and we sat down to write. The first song that I wrote with Reed was with Mark. Sorry. I'll get choked up about Reed, sorry. Um, I, uh, Reed had cancer and we wrote um, a song called um, The Man's Prayer. And, and the first line of that is, Lord, just give me a little more time, a softer place to land, um, <clears throat> a helping hand. Uh, it's just, anyway, so from that moment, on, my, my grandfather at the time was battling cancer as well. So after that, um, Mark got busy. And so Reed and I just started writing um, and we just kept writing. And, and what became evident to me is that it was very important to Reed to, to write songs that had an, ele an element of truth and the element of truth that is, um, and what he was wanting to leave, you could tell with the legacy and that, became such a every time I was getting prayed up before I went to every session just because I I it, that was you know that was a big responsibility and I was honored that he wanted to share that with me um, and then I realized I was working on an album and it really became about what Reed was wanting to get out Reed had cancer and he had cancer in the in the throat and so there was this huge cancer that every time it wasn't just like a hidden cancer you couldn't see Reed could not talk um, he much less sing. So I became his voice and I am not a guitar player. So um, I, I play enough to write my songs, but um, Reed is an awesome guitar player and that did not slow his guitar playing down. So we really became the, the evidence of like the gifts that God had given and where we were in that season in our life. And I became his voice and he was my guitar playing, you know, we, and, and he's such an amazing songwriter that he made me better 
he didn't let me settle for a lyric or a line or, you know, I might try to slide by in a so-so lyric and read, he would give me that look like, uh, he'd just growl, you know, and I'm okay, fine, you know, so it became that love-hate relationship there where I'm like, oh, come on, why can't you just settle? Okay, you're right. And I dig deeper and would come up with a better line. So he was really good for me. And I, I pray that I, you know, it was the same relationship back and forth, but we ended up writing six of the, I'm sorry, I'm holding this up. It's my little advertisement, but it's also my cheat sheet. <laughs> I remember all the songs that are on here, but we wrote six of those songs um, on here. We wrote a song called When You're Gone. And after my grandfather passed away, he asked me in that session, just what, what are you feeling? What do you want to write about? And that was what was on my heart is what my grandfather would want everyone to know, you know, about, you know, you fought the good fight uh, and your race is run, done the best with what you've had, you've been given. And so like the important thing to him I knew was knowing where you're going when you're gone. So we wrote that song. Delnora, do you think that you're a better songwriter for having worked with him and known him? I know I'm a better songwriter for having worked with Reed. Um, he's just, uh, um, it's such a blessing to have had that opportunity. And um, literally we wrote up until like two weeks before he passed. And that was because I, I went on a bluegrass cruise and uh, I, I, was, I was doing some music then. And, and when I came back, he had passed. Oh. Mm. Well, in honor of him, we understand that as a songwriter, you have your first number one bluegrass hit called yes. Return to Windy Mountain, but you did yeah. not sing that one, right? You didn't record that one. I didn't record that one. I wrote that one with uh, Grammy-winning Carl Jackson. I'm like name-dropping Carl Jackson. He's a, <laughs> he's a dear friend of mine, but he, he has won a lot of Grammys, and it's hard not to... If we weren't such good friends at... At, at be the beginning, I was really nervous around Carl because <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, you know, just I'm not worthy. But he, um, Carl and I wrote that song for Melvin Goins and Melvin had commissioned us. Basically, Melvin's from West Virginia and uh, he's from the same county that Kevin Sizemore and I are from, Mercer County. And uh, he is from uh, Bramwell actually we're Kevin and I are from Princeton, but um, he's from Bramwell, West Virginia. And he we were backstage at the IBMAs, that's uh, International Bluegrass Music Association. All these acronyms are gonna kill everybody. They're like, she's the ICMA, he's the IBMA. We've got all these, you know. But there's the IBMA and that's International Bluegrass Music Association. And he, he said, this girl's from West Virginia. And I hope that's a good impersonation. But this girl's from West Virginia, Carl, you need to write a song with her. And we, we yeah, anyway. And she was a little grumbling and there's a whole lot of influence with <laughs> Or Al Stanley and all them. It's just, um, he asked us to write this song, and we did, and it's called Return to Windy Mountain. It was paying homage to his band was called Windy Mountain. And uh, so it was, the whole idea was to write it and get him to record it before he passed, and he passed before he could record it, so... So yeah, it's it's always sad. I feel like I always have sad stories, but there's always blessings again. So we're sitting on this awesome song. It's an amazing song. Well, who else can record this song? And uh, a band by the name of Sideline recorded it. And they they called and asked me for some songs. I think I threw a 
my dad says, throw enough mud against the wall, something's got to stick, you know? So I, I, I threw all kinds of songs at them. And of course they picked the one, I mean, how could they not pick the one that Carl was playing and singing on? And, and if you know anything, Carl played for Glenn Campbell. And so he, Carl is just a master musician. So his demo sounded like a recording. And so all my demos are just like, you know, me and this, like, this little hug. He's like, all over it. And uh, of course they picked that because they are amazing musicians and uh, they love to pick and play and they really entertain in their shows. And so that song, this is a long story, sorry, but um, the, the long story short <laughs> is that they cut that song and it went number one in December of 2019. Well, last week, um, it's back up to number three. And the lead singer of the band sent me a text and said, this thing has nine lives. <laughs> so it just keeps coming back and I hope it does. My pocketbook hope it does. Well, even though you're in Nashville now, you've done West Virginia proud. Oh, yay. <laughs> good, good, because my whole family's still there and I would get in trouble. <laughs> well, and, and you know, I'll, I'll tell you, Delnora, I, I spent a good bit of time in the Midwest and there's an expression, Midwest nice. Yes. I also spent a lot of time in West Virginia and there's West Virginia nice too. Yeah. And you're a great, a great example of it. We understand you're going to close out the show today with a song from your upcoming album called Thankful. And I can't think of a more appropriate song to close out the show. And rather than listening to us talk <laughs> and close out the show, we'd much rather listen to you sing. Thank you. Kissing my worries goodbye. Good day to be thankful. A good day to be grateful. It's a good day to be glad mine's in a place for. I got family, I got friends who'll be with me to the end. Ain't no reason to be moody, sad, or hateful. A good day to be thankful. Can't let what I have not overshadow what I've got, cause I've got enough. More reason to smile than ever. No doubt that I'll forever be rich in love. I'm letting go of what I can't control. 
gonna be a different me every day is gonna be a good day to be thankful a good day to be grateful it's a good day to be glad mind in a place for I got family, I got friends who'll be with me to the end. Ain't no reason to be moody, sad, or hateful. A good day to be thankful. There's no better time. For my heart to unwind Oh, right here, right now Come and sing it with me loud Come on, a good day to be thankful A good day to be grateful It's a good day to be glad mind in a place full I got family, I got friends who'll be with me to the end. Ain't no reason to be moody, sad, or hateful. A good day to be thankful. Ah, ah, ah. Ah, ah, ah.